This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, well, I don't know the episode. So Strangers and Aliens episode, I don't know. Mr. Freeze, Batman the Animated Series Retrospective. Something that Steve and Evan actually agree on. Amazing. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. Versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did so was that He created something. So we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens podcast. Okay, hey, welcome back to another episode of Strangers and Aliens, a podcast about imagination, faith, science fiction, fantasy, and all that good stuff. I'm one of your hosts, Evan David, and I'm here with... Me, the other <laughs> person. Which is Steve McDonald. And oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's that is me. your name, isn't it? Hey, nice to meet you. Yeah. This, this is other a... people, not you. I've met you. Well, actually, I've never met you. Not in person, no. It would be nice to meet you, but since I am acquainted with you, I it's nice to meet the people who are listening who I haven't met yet. So both of you out there that are listening, probably one of you I haven't met yet. <laughs> and so what's the episode about? <clears throat> so this episode is a rare one because it's about something that apparently we agree on, which is that... I don't agree. Okay. Well, one of my favorite villains uh, from Batman is Mr. Freeze. And uh, apparently you share that same thought? Yes. Okay. Mr. Freeze, when I when I originally was watching these back when you were an infant <laughs> and I was out of high school already, <laughs> um, this was – I mean the, uh, just to bring it back a little bit, this was phenomenal because – you didn't have like a gritty take on Batman, but that was still true to at least at the time Batman's character. I mean, it, the Dark Knight series had been out and stuff like that, but it wasn't taking up that tack. It was still taking up that heroic Batman uh, uh, persona and just making making it making the world around him dark enough. So that it, the stories felt more real. You know, it almost felt like you know, there Superman wasn't flying in every episode, and he wasn't jumping out with the Super Friends and stuff like that. So it felt like these things could happen. You know, not in your hometown, but still, it it made it feel more real. And um, when Mister when the Mister Freeze episode came along, it was really. Like they're taking like a really interesting literary uh, style 
chance with this by, you know, creating this character the way that they created him. Yeah, I mean, so the reason we're doing this episode uh, and the reason this has come to my mind is because I've got the DC Universe app and I got that so I could watch uh, Young Justice and I've been enjoying that. But uh, it also gives me access to all the the old DC animated series. And so I've been watching some Batman the animated series and my favorite villain in the show is Mr. Freeze. He's just – his episodes are the ones – that stick out most to me and stick with me. And I just really like his whole thing. I like his character. I like his aesthetic. I like his powers. I like his motivations. And like you were saying, this was kind of a new take on him because before, I don't think, at least on, on television, there wasn't Mr. Freeze. There was Mr. Zero or something, right? Was, was, did they have a cold bad guy on Adam West? I thought they did. I- I should have done research for this episode. Well, I feel it's alright. I haven't. You know, it, 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 there was no. There was Egghead, who was like the bald guy. Well, I mean, um, they they had a Mister Zero in the comic books, and I think that was Mister Freeze's original name. But before this iteration of Mister Freeze in the animated series, he didn't have. I don't think the backstory with his wife. He didn't have those same motivations, and he wasn't this mm-hmm. this dark, uh, sympathetic character, right? Um, and so they they really got some pathos in here with with the Batman the animated series, and the the voice actor who plays him is just perfect. Um, I can't remember his name, but his performance is wonderful. I just watched two episodes of it tonight. So what I'm thinking about doing, Steve, is I'll just. I'll just go through all the episodes with him in it. We'll talk about him, and we can discuss whatever we want to. And it's just a, a fond looking back on this cool character because I feel like Mr. Freeze gets a bad rap just because of uh, the George Clooney movie <laughs> where he was turned into a terrible yeah. caricature with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it's all ice Ice puns. to meet you. Yes, yes. It's time yes. to kick some ice. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah. So... I mean, sometimes it's fun to kick ice, but sometimes you can you can hurt your your feet if it's that, really dense it would, cluster of ice. And if you don't have seal toe shoes, yeah, you're out of luck, Chuck. Yep. Uh, there's spoilers in this episode for anything having to do with Mister Freeze and Batman the Animated Series. Just wanted to let you guys know that before we get started. Spoilers. Spoilers. All right. So, yeah. So I, I watched the, the I can't believe this because when I was a kid, like you said, I grew up watching this show because it was out when I was like four or five, six years old. Yep. And, you know, this was the only this was the first Batman I'd ever seen. The first Batman toy I ever had was from the series. And so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mr. Freeze uh, just stuck with me as a really cool bad guy. And I think. Part of the reason for that is the movie, because they made four Batman the Animated Series movies, and one of them was Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero, and I watched that a lot. We had the mm-hmm. VHS tape of that. So, all right, let's just start with the beginning. VHS tape. Yes. <laughs> the very first episode with Mr. Freeze in it. You know what? I'm ill-prepared for this, because I don't know the title of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you can edit it. Post. Oh yeah, I can totally edit it in. But the first, I'm just yeah, I'll we'll figure it out. But I know what happened in the first episode. I just can't remember what it's called. It's got something with the word cold in it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for the comprehensive treatment of the uh, you're episode. Welcome. Hey, so hey. What I was saying was I was surprised because Mr. Freeze is only in four episodes of Batman the Animated Series. Actually, no, three episodes of Batman the Animated Series and one episode of Batman Beyond, which is in the same continuity. Um, so – and I just couldn't believe that because, you know, like I said, Mr. Freeze is one of my favorite characters and I can't believe he made such an impression on me. And, uh, you know, he's he's so little featured. Um all right, so in the first episode, the the opening title card is really sweet because – or not the title card, but the opening sequence. And it's got Mr. Freeze and he's cloaked in shadow and you see kind of his red eyes of his goggles. And if you've never heard or seen Mr. Freeze before, you're like, what is going on here? Uh, who is this guy? And it's kind of – he's it's just really cool. He's wrapped in, in mystery. Okay, it's called Heart of Ice. That's what it's called. It wasn't cold. It was oh, ice. Gosh. So there you go. Hard and lines. yes, there was a Mr. Freeze on the uh, TV show. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. So Mr. Freeze, he's going around and he is um, stealing stuff. He's got a gang of people and he's stealing uh, technological pieces and stuff. And Batman has never heard of or, or he doesn't know anything about Mr. Freeze. And so when he first you know, tries to fight him, I think he's, he's chasing his car with the Batmobile and Mr. Freeze is shooting the ice gun, you know, out of, <laughs> out of the back of the the van and he's shooting, he, the, the top opens up and he's able to shoot down a door of this warehouse. And so they're stealing this stuff and Batman's trying to stop him. And there's a really interesting uh, shot where uh, Batman throws the Batarang at him and Mr. Freeze just freezes the Batarang, which causes it to miraculously drop out of midair. I don't know how that works. <laughs> because well, he froze the momentum out of it. Ah, there you go. See? Yeah, and apparently it's uh, – they explain Mr. Freeze's cold gun as it's a laser-powered cold gun. So the laser somehow when it hits something, it, oh. it causes cold and actually creates ice around things. So anyway, uh, Batman's about to be able to stop him, but then he's, they get into like a hand-to-hand fight and it turns out Mr. Freeze's suit also has uh, robotic uh, enhancements in it, which makes him super strong as well mm-hmm. so because mr freeze he's not a great you know he's he would be no match for batman uh he's not a martial artist but he's just really strong so right batman's trying to fight him but then mr freeze just freezes the legs of one of his henchmen and batman is so concerned about that because that guy's gonna you know die from right. hyperthermia or whatever that mr freeze is able to make his escape so batman apparently knocks this guy out and brings him back to the Batcave to try to heal him with some special. Uh, actually, it is the it is um, what's it called? The Back to Tank from uh, from Star <laughs> Empire Wars: Strikes yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Yes, it's exactly yeah. that. So he's in the Back to Tank, and it's like a chemical bath that's supposed to melt the ice and heal his legs so they don't get frostbite or whatever. Then he gets better and kisses his sister, and then he goes to Dagobah. <laughs> yep. That's oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That guy. I'm thinking we never see him else. again. Flies off into space. Y- yeah. Um, but then Batman starts doing some uh, research into who Mr. Freeze could be. And I can't remember the exact threads he follows, but he ends up finding uh, the Goth Corp was where Mr. Freeze used to work. And mm-hmm. 
then you find out the tragic backstory behind Mr. Freeze where um, his wife became deathly sick with a rare disease. And so Mr. Freeze, you, which is actually his legal name, Mr. Freeze. Uh, right. F-R-I-E-S or something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. You, you pronounce it Freeze. But he – so he uses uh, Goth Corp's uh, technology because that's the company he works at to freeze his wife in a state of cryogenic sleep so she will be uh, preserved until a cure for her disease can be found. But in the middle of all this stuff, um, the sleazy CEO of Goth Corp comes in and is like, you can't use this company stuff for your own personal projects. And he's like, wait, but my wife's in there. And he's like, I don't care. Get her out. And he's like, but you'll kill her. <laughs> you know, you'll kill her if she comes out. And he's like, hey, it's my stuff. And so Mr. Freeze pulls out a gun, like a regular gun. And he's going to shoot this right. guy to save his wife. But uh, then a bodyguard tackles him or something, which knocks over a bunch of chemicals that he was using in the cryogenic process, which alters his very DNA. And so now he cannot survive out of side of a sub-zero environment. And just like us all. Yep. As, as is known to happen. And, um, (laughs) there's a fire in the lab that breaks out and, uh, Mr. Freeze believes that his wife is dead, that she has died in that fire. And so what he's been doing is robbing all these places to build a giant version of his freeze gun, which he will use to freeze the entire goth corp skyscraper with the bad guy inside sealing them all in an icy tomb. So he tries to do that. And then Batman comes to stop him. He's able to shut down the giant truck that he's got hooked up to the, the ice gun. And Mr. Freeze goes in there and tries to, to kill the guy anyway. And Batman is able to stop him. And, uh, both of them go to jail, Mr. Freeze and the, the bad guy. Okay. Yep. So he goes into Arkham Asylum and in a specially uh, refrigerated cell. And that's the first episode. So it's really interesting. Yeah. And it makes it makes it's interesting because, you know, Mr. Freeze is not a psychotic dude like the Joker or uh, Scarecrow or stuff like that. I mean, they're those people or like the Riddler where he's got like a compulsion, you know. Where they, mm-hmm. they really belong in Arkham Asylum, where they really truly have some mental problems going on with their criminality. But Mr. Freeze, right. he's just he just wants to murder people. <laughs> yeah. And, and get revenge. I mean and I guess you could he, he does talk to Batman about how he doesn't have any emotions anymore because mm-hmm. of his condition, which I don't I think he's just trying to fool himself. But if that mm-hmm. is true, that could be a mental thing where he would belong in Arkham uh, if there's some sort of psychological aspect to that. But I don't think that's right. the case. Um, so any thoughts about that or should we keep going? Well, I thought that the interesting element that they really, I mean, it's, it's when you have someone who is like so blinded by the, their passion or the thing that they love or the person that they love that they'll, you know, even like put other people's lives Mm. in jeopardy. You know, there's something going on at a mental level there 
that, you know, you're like, something is wrong, but you can almost feel that motivation. You know, yeah. I mean, if, if your wife or husband or child or whatever needed that thing, that help, wouldn't you do anything? Well, but, and I think he was justified to pull the gun out when the guy's trying to disconnect his wife from life support or whatever, you know, like, well, yeah, he's trying yes. to murder your wife. Um, but then after your wife is supposedly dead, now you're going after revenge to murder the, the guy. And that now you've lost your justification. Right. You know? And revenge is never, never a good thing. Revenge is a dish best served cold, Batman. <laughs> he says that. He says it in the thing because you have to. Uh, well, so. <laughs> we can forgive them. Okay. So now on to the next episode, which I must have seen as a child. But I do not – either I didn't remember it or I just didn't get all the crazy references in this one because they just pack it with a bunch of weird references to other stuff. And I don't know if you remember seeing this one or not, Steve. It's called uh, Deep Freeze. And so what happens in this one is it, it, we reopen on Arkham Asylum where Mr. Freeze is still in his cell and a robot is coming to break into Arkham Asylum. But it's not just any robot. Of course. It's not just any robot. It is the exact robot from Miyazaki's Castle in the Sky. <laughs> it's really? Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Where I never have saw I seen, that. Where have I seen that robot before? <laughs> like, wait a second. And so, yeah, he busts into – so it must, they must have done it on purpose. There's no way they could get that similar without doing it on purpose. And it must be a tribute to, That's funny. to that movie. So he, it breaks into Arkham Asylum. It goes into Mr. Freeze's cell and kidnaps him. And it basically just grabs him and shoves him into the robot's chest and then walks out <laughs> uh, with with him. And Mr. Freeze is terrified. you know. So Batman's looking over the footage, and he's realizing this was not an escape plan by Mr. Freeze because uh, he was scared. So there, there's got to be something else here. Well, it turns out, okay, they go to look, they go to look for uh, the person who could have built such an advanced robot, and they only know one person, and I guess he was an inventor of robots in a previous episode. And what's really interesting is they go knock on his door, and the door opens, and who comes out but Batmite from <laughs> the Silver Age. And he's like, Batman, I'm your biggest fan! And he gives Robin a big kiss on the cheek. And... Then he, then he breaks down and you realize it's a robot. It's a remote control robot that looks like that, <laughs> one, which is a nice throwback in there. Great throwback. So, yeah. So they, they take him in and they're, they're talking to the guy and he's like, yeah, I, you know, I don't do bad robots or military robots anymore. I just do these little fun robots. And he gestures over to other robots and there's a robot of Mr. Mixius Pitalik in there as well. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he tells, he tells him the one guy that could have, um, that could have done, this robot and I'm looking for his name. Hold on. Oh, Here it comes. It's Wa Grant Wait Walker. For it. Grant Walker is the guy's name. Okay. And Grant Walker is Walt Disney. <laughs> he just, he's just straight up Walt Disney. If Walt Disney had been evil. So that's us. Yes. So he's a, he's a theme park mogul. Okay. John Byrne, actually John Byrne, when he was doing his run on fantastic four, did a, a version of a, a Disney type of a guy. Uh, I, I, like I said, I have not prepared for this 
episode. So <laughs> I can't give you any other reference. I haven't read it in a long time. But well, I just read um, through his run, and I, I don't remember that. Really? Yeah. Oh, think. no, no, no. I do think I do think I remember it, but it's vague. I can't remember much. Yeah. Anymore. But anyway, this guy, Grant Walker, he's a theme park mogul, and he's built his fortune on doing theme parks, and this guy made the animatronic stuff for his theme parks. And now he's made a futuristic dream city of tomorrow <laughs> that is out on, you know, away nice. from Gotham. Yes. And uh, except unlike Walt Disney, where it's supposed to inspire the human race and it's supposed to be, you know, a model for how we could do things in the future. This is, you know, just for him and his loyal followers. And uh, it's you know like an exclusive ticket to get into this. And they call it Oceana is the name of the city. And so we go over there to where he is, and the robot brings him Mr. Freeze. And he's come, he's brought Mr. Freeze there to ask him uh, for a favor. And the guy looks just like Walt Disney. He's got, like, slick back hair and a little mustache. Um, <laughs> and he's wearing a suit. It's great. So it's revealed that because of Mr. Freeze's condition, where he's, you know, he's basically a walking frozen guy, that mm-hmm. he is basically immortal. Uh, he won't age, and it'll take him you know, thousands of years to die from old age. Wow. And so Grant Walker, Walt Disney wants to be frozen as well, which is another funny thing because a popular urban legend is that Walt Disney is frozen. Right. And, you know, it's not, uh, not actually buried. So Mr. Freeze is not going to help him. Uh, he freezes, he freezes the robot because the, because Grant Walker makes his own, uh, makes a suit for him. Uh, so he can walk around and stuff and even replicate his old freeze gun. So he freezes the robot, breaks it into pieces. And he's like, I should do the same thing to you. And Grant Walker's <laughs> like, well, I don't know if I would do that because check this out. And he clicks a button on his super sophisticated cane and this uh, curtain opens and there is Mr. Freeze's wife suspended in you know uh, another back to tank in suspended animation. And it turns out that Mr. or Walt Disney, he owned Goth Corp and he had his people inside there studying Mr. Freeze's research and they were able to get uh, his wife out before the fire. And so he said he promises he has a way to restore her if only Mr. Freeze will help. So Mr. Freeze replicates the experiment that turned himself into a frozen dude on Walt Disney. And now Walt Disney is in his own Mr. Freeze suit. And now <laughs> and now he is. Uh, immortal as well. Meanwhile, while this is going on, Batman and Robin are trying to get inside Epcot. Uh, sorry, Oceana. And Epcot. Yeah. So they're in they're in a speedboat. They get shot down, but they survive and they sneak in. Uh, they they have like a metal cutter thing that they go in through the grates uh, in the city. And they come in there and they find out that uh, Walt Disney's master plan. And so like he comes. Walt Disney comes up on this big screen and they're playing like the jolly music, you know. And he's like, welcome to Oceana, the city of the future, blah, 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 blah. And uh, so what's going to happen is we're going to get this giant ice cannon I've created and we're going to freeze the entire earth except for this city. And uh, everybody will die um, except for us. (laughs) And then we, the kind, decent, all-American folk, will be able to repopulate the earth and there will be no more crime or corruption or anything because everybody else is dead. <laughs> and well, right then. Yeah, and he's like, and as for the people outside, you know, they kind of did this to themselves, so you know, there's nothing I can do. Yeah, so no biggie. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they get captured. Uh, Rob, Batman and Robin get captured by robots, and they get brought down into the basement where Mister Freeze uh, freezes them, and uh, 
you know, after Walt Disney leaves, Batman is able to get through to Mr. Freeze. And he's like, look, you might be able to get your wife back with this guy, but when she wakes up, she'll be in a dead world that you helped create and she'll hate you for that. And you, <laughs> and you know that's the truth. And so Mr. Freeze is like, you're right. I'm going to let you free. And so he breaks him out of there. And then they, <laughs> they all go together to stop Walt Disney. And uh, they end up blowing up the reactor. And the entire city blows up. And uh, Walt Disney is sealed in an icy tomb, uh, forever immortal, at the bottom as, of the ocean. As Walt Disney actually is, yeah, right? Yeah. It's yeah. pretty much uh, you know, a documentary about what actually happened <laughs> at the end of Walt Disney's life. Um, and it's revealed – and so Mr. Freeze doesn't get out in time. In fact – well, actually, he does get out in time, and Batman's like, come with us. We have to get out of here. He's like, I'm not leaving without my wife. And Batman's like, well, there's nothing you can do for it. We got to go. And so Mr. Freeze just freezes Robin, and he's like, you need to worry about him, not me. And so <laughs> then he runs back inside nice. yeah, to be with his wife, and uh, the whole thing explodes. And at the end of the episode, it's revealed that Mr. Freeze and his wife are frozen in an iceberg – um, that is floating somewhere in the ocean, which happens sometimes. Yeah, it happens. So, yeah. I I was consciously counting this. Okay, so far, because because I, like I said, Mister Freeze is a very sympathetic villain, and I really like him as a character. And he's kind of like, oh, you know, you just want we want you to do the right thing, Mister Freeze, and we want you to turn to a good guy. Yeah, you know. And yeah. So, and so I've been tr- I've been consciously keeping track of how many people Mister Freeze has murdered. <laughs> And so far, it's none. He has tried to murder people, and, you know, they say Just, that... He's <laughs> not good at it. Yeah. They, they say that Walt Disney is still alive because he's immortal, you know, but, like, I don't know how you're living without food and water, but I guess you can. Right. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, if you're... If you've frozen your internal system... I, no. I guess. I, guess. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Ask John Byrne, I guess. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. So he's tried to murder people. He hasn't murdered anybody so far. So that's that's what happens there. Uh, any more thoughts on that before we move on to the next thing? No, I, I feel you're working towards something big, so I don't want to interrupt it this time. Well, I don't know about that. I'm just recounting what what I saw, what I seen <laughs> in my travels. So then in, in continuity after this, it's the movie Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero, which I believe uh, was made after the series wrapped up, the, the first time it wrapped up, because then it came back after Superman the Animated Series came out. So right. this is after the original one. It's still in the original art style and everything. And so what happens is I'm going to try to run through this real fast because it's a long movie um, or longer than a 20-minute episode. So okay. Mr. Freeze and his wife end up in uh, Antarctica or or – the north somewhere i don't know in <laughs> you know they're they're in they're in the arctic somewhere and he's made he's made friends with and he's kind of adopted this little eskimo kid who apparently doesn't have a family and he's living peacefully he and he doesn't have to wear a suit because he's in the arctic and he's um you know he's got two pet polar bears and hmm. they're very loyal to him and his wife is still there because there still hasn't found a cure but he's just you know he's gonna live there and he's gonna wait till mankind finds a cure and then he'll bring her out and they're just living peaceful happy lives but then a united states submarine breaches the ice below mr freeze's arctic home which causes nora's nora freeze's uh tube to fall and crack open oh yeah which allows see where this is going yeah which now her cryogenic sleep is uh broken and so he only has a limited amount of time 
to save her life before the disease takes her. And so now Mr. Freeze murders that entire submarine crew. <laughs> so, okay, so now we get some murder. Yeah, so now he freezes them all. They're dead. And uh, there's like it's like, well, you went from not murdering anybody and being kind of on the path to redemption to. Yeah, that was a lot of people. <laughs> it was a lot of people. So now he goes back to Gotham murder, during a heat wave. And all Dick Grayson wants to do is take Barbara Gordon out on a date. And it's just not working out because Mr. Freeze has figured out that uh, he's kidnapped a doctor who is kind of a slime bag himself. He's in a lot of gambling debt or or something. I don't know if it's gambling debt. He like he made some bad investments and he owes people a lot of money. And so he's coercing this doctor because the Mr. Freeze found a big vein of gold in the Arctic and so he's promising to give the doctor this stuff if uh, he'll help him. So the doctor realizes that uh, Nora needs a blood transfusion, but um, she has a very rare blood type. And one of the only people in Gotham City with that uh, – they go check the donor list, and there's no available donors who are dead. But there's or, <laughs> there's organ donors who are alive, and one of that those people who are alive is Barbara Gordon, who has the same blood type oh, as okay. Nora Freeze. So they're gonna go kidnap her, harvest her organs, and give them to Nora so Nora can live. They do that, not the killing her part, but they go kidnap her, and of course Robin, Dick Grayson, he's trying to tail him and stuff. It's not working. And eventually, uh, Batman and Robin, they do a bunch of investigating and eventually they end up on, at Mr. Freeze's, uh, uh, hideout, which is an oil rig offshore, uh, where he's going to perform the, the operation. And of course, Barbara Gordon is Batgirl in this continuity. So she, Mm -hmm. she tries to escape. She fails. She kind of tries to make friends with the Eskimo kid, um, who is kind of unaware of what Mr. Freeze is doing. Cause you know, all he knows is that Mr. Freeze is a really nice guy who took him in and helps him survive and stuff. But then eventually he realizes what's going on and the Eskimo kid helps Barbara and Batman and Robin get there. And so then there's a gunfight and they're on, <laughs> they're on an oil rig and sparks fly. And so the entire oil rig is exploding and the fire's happening. And so now Batman and Robin have to rescue Barbara, Nora and Mr. Freeze. The sleazy doctor guy dies because a giant helipad, not the helicopter, the helipad falls on him. And he wow. Yeah. So eventually, Mr. Freeze teams up with Batman uh, to help save his own wife because now the whole thing's exploding and they do that. And then at the end, they're able to rescue Nora, but Mr. Freeze falls into the ocean and he is in. Uh, yeah. So then they uh, they do find a cure for Nora and she is uh, alive and well, and she's living happily. And Mr. Freeze is in the Arctic with his polar bears because they, they swim away, and he's <laughs> able to grab onto one of the polar bears, and they swim him back to the Arctic. And so he he sees on a television newscast at like a ranger station or something that she's she's alive, and so he's happy, and he sheds tears of joy and walks off to live a quiet, happy life with his polar bear friends. Nice. After murdering an entire submarine full of people. And uh, so, yeah, that's the uh, that seems like it would be the end. But then Superman, the animated series happens. They bring back Batman for that and they change his art style to match Superman, the animated series. And then they decide to bring back Batman, the animated series back for a fourth season. 
uh, in the new animated art style of Superman the Animated Series, so it all blends together. Um, and now it's my least favorite episode of uh, Mr. Freeze, which is Cold Comfort. Uh, and so I just watched this one. So basically Mr. Freeze is back, and now he has um, sultry lady helpers who are dressed in... <laughs> <laughs> who are dressed in warm Eskimo coats and uh, boots, but no pants. Um, <laughs> they they are going, right. yeah, they're going, and they have little freeze guns too, but they don't do the whole beam freeze thing. They shoot like icicles. Okay. And so Mr. Freeze is showing up at different people's places of work. Like they sh- he shows up at this passionate uh, archaeologist's, uh, paleontologist's place of work and just destroys this priceless uh the dinosaur skeleton just because it would cause that lady pain. He didn't want to to steal anything. He just wanted to cause that lady pain. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Then he shows up at a, uh, art exhibit where like Gotham's version of Picasso is, and he just destroys his masterpiece painting just because it would cause him pain. And so Batman tries to fight him. He shows up, he fights him, and Mr. Freeze has him dead to rights. He could pull the trigger and kill Batman right then and there, but he he says, not yet, not this way. I have other things planned for you, and he leaves. Um, And so then he decides to target Bruce Wayne, not knowing that Bruce Wayne and Batman are the same person. He just thinks that Bruce Wayne has a lot to lose, and so he'd be a great target. Um, cause okay. he just wants to cause people pain by losing stuff. And we get to see some, some fun Batman family, uh, off hours time because we see Barbara training in the Batcave. Now Barbara's a part of, officially part of the group. Um, and Tim Drake, who's now the Robin that's with Batman cause Dick Grayson grew up and he's Nightwing now. Right. Um, he's, he's doing homework and stuff and he, uh, Bruce comes up. He's like, Hey, Alfred tells me you failed your social studies test. And he's like, yeah, it's it's not important. Who cares what a district attorney does? He's like, you don't care about the so, the criminal justice system. And he's like, well, I think it's bogus, you know. And, and Batman's like, what do you mean? Where did you get that opinion? And he's like, from watching you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Batman's like, I got it from you, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, then Bruce is like, uh, so how'd you do on your math test? Like he doesn't he doesn't address it at all. He's like, you're right, you got a point. Never mind. Nice. So, then the doorbell rings and um, Alfred goes to answer it and it's Mr. Freeze. And so they go in there and Mr. Freeze makes this big speech to Bruce and he's like, look, I'm going to take away all the stuff you love. And Batman's like, or Bruce is like, hey, uh, my company can help you. We, we cured your wife. We can help you. And uh, he's like, it's too late for that. So then he's, he decides he's going to kill Alfred because Alfred is Bruce's surrogate father. Um, and that'll hurt him the most. So he freezes Alfred, but Batgirl was down in the Batcave, so she comes up and she's able to fight Mr. Freeze without, uh, revealing the identity of the Bat family. And Mr. Freeze retreats. They follow him. They find him in this old meatpacking plant, which of course has coolers in it. Um, coolers. Yes. And they find a bunch of doctors in there, uh, that have been kidnapped. And they're like, what are you doctors doing here? And then it's revealed that Mr. Freeze is no longer a man. He's a head. Oh. <laughs> his, his, apparently his condition does not make him immortal, but deteriorates his body. And by the time the doctors were able to save him, all they were able to save was his head. So he doesn't need, so he's a head on wow. spider legs, Steve. Kind of cool. No, 
I mean, it's a look on another person. It'd be cool, but it just kind of wrecks Mr. Freeze. And that's another thing. Okay. <laughs> Usually I, I'm a big fan. Of, I'm a big fan of the Superman animated series. I'm a big fan of their art style, you know, and I like the uniform uh, art style that brings everything together that they carried forward from there into justice league and stuff. And it's kind of a less, uh, classic, uh, more eighties looking, art style than the original right. Batman the Animated Series. But I love the suit design for Mr. Freeze in the original. And they've changed okay. it a little bit with the new art style, and I didn't like it. And so, like, even seeing Mr. Freeze in the comic books and stuff, I still think the best design there's been is that one from the original show. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just pointing that out. They, yeah, uh, it was a really good design. Yeah, they changed it for this. I didn't enjoy it as much. So now Mr. Freeze is going to reveal... Now that Batman has shown his face, Mr. Freeze is going to reveal uh, his master plan because he really wants to hurt Batman because Batman's been, you know, thorn in his side. So what's he going to take away from Batman? The entire city of Gotham. He has a, re- <laughs> he has a reverse fusion bomb, which will not melt everything with extreme heat from the explosion, but it will freeze everything. In a 10-mile radius, everything will die an icy death. And so, yeah, so he takes up the, he takes up the helicopter with the bomb in it and he leaves Batman at the headquarters, but Batman is able to sneak on the the helicopter and they have a fight in the helicopter. And then at the end of the fight, um, yeah, so Batman's trying to sneak up on him, but he's just a head on a robot suit. So he spins his head all the way around to see Batman, (laughs) to see Batman coming and he starts fighting him. Anyway, so at the end of the fight, Batman takes his grappling hook and, and attaches it to Mr. Freeze's costume and then shoots it at the bomb, which causes, you know, Mr. Freeze to be flung back and tied to the bomb. And, okay. and so I'm like, okay, good, Batman, you've done it. You've secured Mr. Freeze. He's out of the picture. Then the bomb bay doors open and the bomb drops. The nuclear bomb <laughs> drops with Mr. Freeze tied to it. And I'm like, oh, no, was it on a timer? Was it, you know, is this... A, Mr. Freeze's own doom of his own making, and then we pan over, and Batman has hit the button. He's the one who hit the button. <laughs> like Batman. Well, some some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> he just murdered that man. You just you have it's a reverse nuclear bomb. Hey, at least he didn't shoot him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least he didn't shoot. See? him. you're right. There's there's that. You're right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was just like, what have you done? <laughs> yeah. And so Classic. anyway, then he flies away and he's talking to Batgirl on the communication system. He's like, I think we've seen the last of Mr. Freeze. I'm like, yeah, you got to tell her what you did, Batman. You got to wow. tell her what you did. Anyway. It's probably a little dark. Yeah. Well, we, we, we see the giant explosion. It makes a big thing of ice because they dropped it in the water. And uh, we look inside the ice and there's Mr. Freeze's costume, but without his head. So the head was ejected just in time, apparently. So then (laughs) any thoughts on that (laughs) besides Batman trying to murder a man? He didn't actually murder him, right? So it's all good. He lucked out. Yeah. He lucked out. Yeah. Okay. So then we're going forward in time in Batman Beyond. So it's like probably 50 or more years after uh, the these events and now Batman is old. He's too old to fight crime anymore. He's like eighty, 
and he's got a cane and he's like a hunched over and stuff. And so now if you don't know, you know, Batman Beyond, he's, he's taken on a new protege who is the new Batman, Terry McGinnis. And he's kind of like a, he's a mix between Batman and Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, really. And it's a really cool show. If you've never seen it, you should check it out. Yeah, it's a good show. Um, so anyway, there's a bad guy in Batman Beyond, uh, called Derek Powers and he's got this degenerative, uh, thing that's happened to him from like a crazy radioactive explosion or whatever. And now he's a radioactive, uh, man. And he's basically like the evil Bruce Wayne. Um, he's a billionaire, corrupt dude. I mean, a more evil Bruce Wayne. Yeah. A more evil Bruce Wayne. I mean, Bruce okay, Wayne drops people tied to atomic bombs. Right. Um, so anyway, this guy, a little bit worse than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, actively seeking out multiple people to murder. Right. Um, with guns. So, so, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. And poison yeah. gas, yeah. So anyway, he's, <laughs> he's trying to figure out, like, and he, he's, he's tried methods to cover it up and to try to help him, but nothing's working. And so his doctors are like, okay, your condition's getting worse. And this one doctor's like, hey, I've got a treatment that could work, and we could transfer your consciousness into a brand new body, like a cloned body. But we should test it out on somebody first. And he's like, okay, who are you going to test it out on? And then they open the cold storage freezer, and there is Mr. Freeze's head. Nice. And he's still, you know, still same voice actor, still same character design and everything from the previous one. And he's, he's like, I've been here for 50 years, and I still haven't aged, and I think about death every day, and I just want to die. Please kill me. <laughs> and they're like, what if we give you life? We're going to give you a new body. So he's like, okay. So... Then they, they transfer his consciousness into the new body, and it's like a it's a clone body of him, so it looks just like him. And uh, it seems to be a stellar success. And, you know, he's already – apparently he's already paid his debt to society, they say, <laughs> even though it's only been 50 years and he murdered dozens of people. Apparently that's – Well, it's, it's like, you know, two years each, <laughs> a year <Okay>. for <laughs> each person. So, Something. yeah, yeah, I mean, he's paid his debt. And uh, they're like, we gave him a new lease on life and stuff, and so he's he's doing great stuff. He's opening a new charity. He's saving a cat from getting run over by a train and, <laughs> and stuff like That's that. That's all good. Yeah. And, you know, Bruce is like, you need to yeah, – Terry, you need to follow this guy, and you need to make sure he's not doing stuff because I don't trust him. And, you know, Terry's like, well, what's wrong? You know, this he's doing good stuff. He's He's trying to help people now. He's reformed. And Mr. Freeze is visiting the cemetery, not of his, not just of the grave of his wife, but of the grave of um, his own head. From <laughs> the grave of his own head. Yes, from his previous body. And I forgot to say, uh, Nora, in the previous episode, it was revealed that she uh, married another. She married her own doctor, and they lived happily ever after because Victor Freeze never came back because he had become just a head. So All right. That's Good why he. Know. That's why he wanted everybody to lose everything, because he lost everything. Right. Now, yeah, anyway, so he's visiting the grave of his own head, and there's an assassin trying to kill him. And so Batman saves his life and catches the assassin. And it's realized that the assassin is just a regular guy who 50 years ago lost his whole family to Mister Freeze. And so Mister Freeze is like, "I'm so sorry. You know, I, there's nothing I can do to make up for what I've done, but I'm going to try every day in this new life to." You know, be a good guy. And so Terry's pretty convinced that, you know, he's he's doing well. So then uh, Mr. Free starts sweating 
a lot. Uh oh. And it, and he's walking outside. He's like taking off all his layers. He's like, oh, what's happening? And he's sweating, sweating, sweating. And then it starts snowing. And he realizes I'm sweating, and it's 32 degrees outside. So his body is deteriorating. Something about the mutation is, you know, I don't know. They use scientific words. And (laughs) (laughs) so then, you know, the doctor calls Derek Powers. He's like, this experiment with Dr. Freeze or Mr. Freeze isn't working because his body's deteriorating. He's like, oh, man, I wish we could biopsy his organs at this stage to find out what's going on. She's like, we can do that. I'll just murder him. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she shuts him in a room and turns That's up the room true. to 91 degrees. You could just shoot him. But right, yeah. But nope. This is, we're going to yeah. shut him in the room. And I think Mr. Freeze also, they were, him and the doctor were kind of feeling the vibe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That he thought there was something going on there. But yeah. nope, she's just going to murder you. And he's able to bust out of there and run away. And he runs out into the cold and the snow. And so the doctors the next day is apprising Derek Powers of what's going on. And then Mr. Free shows back up and he's in a new, brand new, futuristic Mr. Free suit. And he doesn't need his freeze gun anymore because he's got freeze gauntlets yeah. that just shoot ice out of his wrists. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's the second coolest Mr. Freeze costume. Um, and they're like where did you get this costume and he's like it's something i've kept in cold storage Uh, (laughs) so then uh derek powers tries to escape and mr freeze just straight up murders him he freezes him oh he thinks he does because he doesn't know he's radioactive man so he freezes him from head to toe and then he turns and the lady's like look I, it wasn't personal. I was just trying to help you. And then he just murders her. And it's a really horrific, <laughs> horrible scream that they, they do for her. It's like, it's disturbing. And so he, what his plan is now is he's just going to blow up the reactor of the factory that he's in, that Derek Powers owns. He's going to blow it up and he's going to commit suicide as well and end his own suffering. And Batman shows up, uh, Terry McGinnis, and he's like, well, freeze, come on. You were on a good track. What are you doing here? You could, you're just going to cause more suffering. He's like, no, I'm ending the suffering, my own suffering. Ah, so <laughs> he's trying to do that. But then radioactive man shows up and he's called blight. And apparently this is the first time he names himself. And it's the first time Batman's ever fought him and he doesn't really know who he is. So it's like this guy who's just really, uh, his powers are from heat versus Mr. Freeze. It's kind of cool. And so eventually it turns up. And it's, it's Batman and Mr. Freeze versus this, uh, this blight guy. Well, anyway, blight. Mr. Freeze is able to shoot him out of the, out of the, uh, building with a freeze blast and he lands in a frozen lake, which cools him down. And, uh, the Batman's like, freeze, we got to get out of here. He's like, nope, you should leave. You're the only one who cares if I live or die. And hmm. you know, that's, that's okay with me. And I just need to die. So then Batman leaves and Mr. Freeze finally dies, but he doesn't die in the an explosion like he planned. Uh, the building collapses on him because of all the structural damage and, and Mr. Freeze doesn't even try to blow it up anymore. And so at the end of the episode, Bruce and Terry are like, you know, Terry's like, you were right, Bruce. He was a bad guy. And, and Bruce is like, no, you were right, too, because he could have killed hundreds of people in that explosion and he decided not to. And... There's one funny part at the end because the Derek Powers guys come to pick him up out of the lake and he's like glowing radioactive and stuff. And they brought him blankets in case he was cold. And he's like, 
I am made of radioactive fire. You are an idiot. <laughs> ice. Yes. So anyway, I think you mean ice. You're ice. Ice. Okay. Ice is ice. So that's the tragic saga of Mr. Freeze. We keep pulling him or pulling for him to be a good guy. And he just keeps murdering submarines full of people. Um, so he's he's good at one thing. <laughs> well, anyway, you know, if you guys have never checked out Mister Freeze in the, these uh, episodes of this show, uh, check it out. It's 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 a great character um, because of the tragedy of his own actions and and the voice acting is incredible. He's very menacing and he's just a very different bad guy for Batman. He's very set apart from all the other uh, rogues galleries. And I, I really, right. Yeah. So any more thoughts just in general on Mr. Freeze, Steve, before we close her down? Um, I would say if you, if you just want to encapsulate it, just watch the first one. Yeah. Because you know, the other ones just sort of, sort of gets a little messy. So I would say if you're watching, if you want like a you know a definitive list of the Batman episodes to watch, the only one with Mister Freeze that really would make the list is the first one. The second one does have an iconic shot that they then use for the theme song. So you could just watch the theme song to see that iconic yeah. shot. <laughs> theme song, and then then you're good. All so. right. We also have an episode way back in the the backlog called Batman Animation, where we talk more in depth on Batman the animated series and other Batman mm-hmm. shows. And then there's yeah. also our top ten superhero animated series, where we talk about a lot of Batman shows in there too. So if you want to check those out, they are somewhere in the podcast list. Just keep scrolling, you'll find them, or you can check our website where you can search this stuff. So, Steve, any final words? Uh, Usually you're more prepared for this than I am. With the final I words. don't even have final words. I know. I, this was this was the, just to let the listeners know. This was just sprung on me like earlier today, and then I had stuff to do up yeah. until the episode. Well, I was just going to so, do this one by myself, and then I'm like, you know, it'd be fun to do it with somebody. So, yeah, I was, I, I'm, I'm glad I was part of it. Yeah, I'm just. I wish I were more prepared. It's, so I I apologize, gentle listeners, for my unpreparedness. Well, I am on the Mr. Freeze Batman fandom wiki, and I've got a quote from Mr. Freeze that I will end with uh, for this episode. Sounds good. I am beyond emotions. They have been frozen dead in me. So tragic. Thank you for listening, and as always, and uh, since Ben's not here, I'm just going to say it, Godspeed. Wow. Yep. You get to do that? <laughs> I don't know if I get to, but I did. I think I you're going to be it. in trouble. I think you're going to be in trouble. I took it for myself. All right. See you guys. Bye. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter where we are at Strange and Alien or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. 
or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is 1-804-37-ALIEN. And once again, thanks for listening.